This part of the podcast is brought to you by Westman Creative. Lisa does it all. She's our partner, official sponsor of Us by the Giant. This week we have alert restock of Thunder Bay magnets, the one and only set that is available at westmancreative.com. Go to the shop. Once you see where the magnets are, you will notice there is a new set. That set is Happy Dogs Magnet. How do I always lose it as? Okay, so there's that's a set of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 12 magnets. They're all hand-drawn here. They are then manufactured here by Lisa. She's a good manufacturer. And then all packed up and also right here in Thunder Bay. And then done. You, we, do, we do have pickup options. We have delivery options. Anything you need, we got it. It's in the shop at westmancreative.com. Restock alert, Thunder Bay magnets. And we have a new series, Happy Dogs Magnets. Hit Lisa up through Instagram. Follow her there. Find her on Facebook. And, you know, some people are still on Twitter. And with that, I want you to enjoy Boxing Day episode. This is the second time Pete and I am doing a special Boxing Day episode. Logan does that. Your Logan. 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 Usually takes that time off for his family. And we have huge respect for that. But the show, the podcast goes on and we stick to our schedule sometimes. Right on. Westman Creative, you're the bomb. And with that, enjoy. Oh, shit. Say something. Oh. Oh, I hear you. Are we going? Are we actually yeah. working? Yeah, we are. Oh, I hear you. Oh, what happened? Crazy. I had to pl- disconnect my headset from the computer and plug it into my phone. Oh. So you're using your phone now? I, I, yeah, I'm using my phone. I'm using the app and I'm using my phone and I'm making it all happen. It does not sound as good at all on my end, but that's okay. Pete, hey, happy Boxing Day. Happy Boxing Day, Michael. How are you? I'm frustrated. <laughs> are you mad at technology? Uh, we've been working since 40 minutes to get this going. This is episode 93 of Asked by the Giant. Pete, you punched out Logan last year. You boxed him away on Boxing Day. And <laughs> this year, you have done it again. You punched him We are away. doing the follow-up punch. Yeah, yeah, uppercut or like left hook, or did you hit the liver? What did you do? I, I, you know what? I, I did a Mike Tyson for charity, uh, pretend uppercut. <laughs> yeah, they drew a, a draw, right? Yeah, yeah, that was that was a silly thing that they did, but it was, it was, yeah, there was never going to be a winner. Did you watch it? Uh, I watched some of the highlights of it, but I didn't. Or no, I watched mm. most of it when I a couple days later. Did you listen to the podcast with Mike Tyson and uh, Joe Rogan? This is supposed to be like a, was it like a, a thing, right? 
I did listen to that one. Um, it's actually one of the last we... Joe Rogan podcasts I listened to. Um, yeah, and we yeah, Mike Tyson, this, didn't we? Yeah, Mike Tyson's a weird dude. He is a weird dude. Mm. Is he your kind of dude, or is he too direct? Um, he is not my kind of dude because I think there is something like I don't know. I, I have a lot of respect for what he did in his his younger years and like his, his like massive amount of drive and dedication and all that. But um, no, I think he's a little bit on the on the scary, crazy side. Mm. Yeah, is this that's the guy who you know who ate somebody else's ear, right? Yep, that's oh, what he, he did. He, the yeah, yeah. He ate it. Did he eat it, or did he spit it out? Uh, I, he took a bite out of it. He he kind of lost his mind in the second rematch they ha- or the sorry in the first rematch they have, because um, yeah. he, he lost the first one and then he worked his way back up to another like uh, contest of that and then he fought with him and it just yeah he he was losing and I, he just yeah <sighs> drugs are bad man drugs are bad yeah okay. Let's let's um let's switch this around a little bit from Boxing Day to Boxing Day. How um now Boxing Day originally originated somewhere in Britain, I'm pretty sure. Probably. <laughs> I don't know if we elaborated on this last year when we went. I don't think we did. I think we promised to update I, it um, later. So a year later we totally forgot. Yeah, it's gone. And especially, you know, it's like we're a day behind. Took us this long to record this pod. Yeah, uh, schedules are schedules. Yeah. So did you did you do any boxing day shopping? Absolutely not, because we are in lockdown. Lockdown. We've gone to condition gray again. Yeah, is condition gray the same as red or red is one more on top? Red's better red's better than gray gray is total lockdown residential, oh, wow. and red is sort of like very very limited services i think okay how how do you feel about all this how's how's this in your household is this like it's a uh, old business like you've done this before you know i'm okay with this or how is this going honestly nothing has changed for us for the most part um you know like my my wife, Caitlin, works in healthcare, uh, so we have to do definitely some extra kind of little precautions there with things. Um, and we, um, yeah, uh, you know, I work in food service, so essential service, and that has not changed for us. So, yeah, yeah, like no- nothing, nothing's, nothing's really changed, really. It's just, it's, it's made some weird thing for some weird things weird for us kind of thing like shopping for groceries is obviously different um uh you know visitation with family and obviously any holidays and stuff like that are super different how about yourself mm. oh um yeah you know it didn't it didn't like sink until like after boxing day or boxing day yeah like you know we were focused so focused on christmas first christmas for one of the kids mm-hmm. and you know it was good we like we told our parents like ah, no 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 we're not gonna see you this year <clears throat> again mm-hmm. ever until <laughs> <laughs> <So> next year <laughs> <laughs> because it's like we I do we do when I switched the uh the Michaelated show to remote podcast, 
that's pretty much when we stopped doing anything. Yep. And, and that was like mid November when Sunday Bay was like getting cases like five, four a day. Yep. Yep. That's when we shut down. So, and then, you know, they, they told the kids, hey, bring your stuff home if you, uh, you should bring your stuff home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just in case, hint, hint. Yeah. You know what I think? I think the, like, not everybody knew, but I think the principal probably had already some director from the province where it was said, hey, this is, this is happening. And, you know, we're just going to let that, that, that cat out of the bag. No, 100%. A week later. Yeah. Well, I think it was a, it was a, if they did know about it, but weren't allowed to say so, it was a pretty wise decision. Say, hey, bring your stuff home because if you have, a teacher and you're like, okay, so you're going to teach from home for the next two weeks. And um, then they said, well, I left all my stuff there. Can I go get it? Then you end up with this organizational fight, right? Like of how, mm. um, you know, oh, well, I've got to go back and get this stuff and so on and so forth, which is really challenging for them when they're trying to eliminate um, probably contact and people coming, right? 100%. 100%. Yeah. It's just like they knew it all and we didn't know. And then we were like, okay, this is happening. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So once Boxing Day came, it's kind of like Christmas was over in a way. Mm -hmm. You know, we we did the Zoom calls and the Facebook Messenger video calls to family, yeah. okay. and, which which is cool. Mm -hmm. But, you know, my, my parents' side was like, oh, yeah, Christmas is canceled. It doesn't feel like it. And they were <laughs> digging themselves. They were digging themselves out from the snowstorm. Mm -hmm. That was quite the snowstorm, wasn't it? Oh, boy. And the city got less in the countryside, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, always, right? If you're closer to the lake, you get a little bit less, uh, a little bit less snow. Yeah. Not always, but sometimes. Yeah. Most of the times, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah it was definitely. Did you, did you, did you, did you plow it with your lawnmower? My lawnmower? No, no, I did not plow with a lawnmower. Uh, I got the snowblower though. <laughs> <laughs> the lawnmower was not very well. For that. Yeah, but didn't you like wanted to get a blade for it? Um, I thought about it, but it's just like it's too small. It's too small. It's not heavy enough. So, it would, like, unless it was just a, a, a you know a Toronto style dusting of snow, there'd be absolutely no point. Yeah, but like what they. Use a snowboard. What they call a snowstorm is like five or three centimeters, right? And they shut down the four one. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> mm. nobody, nobody in Toronto has winter tires, and uh, they're, yeah, they're afraid of the, they're afraid of the white stuff. They're, they're about as Can or Canadian as California sometimes. And I have lots of friends in Toronto, so if any of them are listening, mm. yes, I'm making fun of you, but I love you. So, yeah, no, we have huge respect, but it's just funny. Yeah, and it's it's okay to point that out. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, no, I was like, I made the decision to go out in the morning because all my neighbors were out. And I was like, oh, they put a lot of pressure on me. <laughs> so you don't have that problem in the country. That's why you got to go back yeah. to the country. Your neighbors are like, you know, they're snowed in just as much as you. And, you know, like they're half a kilometer up the road. So they can't, you can't tell. They can't guilt you into shoveling anything. You're like, no, I'm on lockdown <laughs> now. Sorry, guys. This is yeah, my yeah, yeah. this is my proof. See, I haven't shoveled. I can't leave even if I wanted to. Yeah, I guess it's true. But you know, you can still see people 
in the country too, your neighbors, or you hear them. <laughs> yeah, you hear them, or that you watch them walk their dog. Yeah. I had this really good neighbor when I was in the neighborhood in the countryside, and you know he had a plow truck, and nice. he, he he knew Lisa was pregnant with Albus at that time, like for the first time, right? And I was like, we he we had a really long driveway, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, and then he uh, he always helped, and he came over and he would shovel it. That's nice. Not shovel, not shovel it. Sorry, so just plowed with the truck. Yeah. And then that one time he got it stuck in the ditch because it was a little bit tricky. It was very narrow and then it would just fall off to the side. Mm -hmm. And then I had like, I had a Jeep Wrangler and then he's like, Hey, can you pull me out? (laughs) And I was like, okay, let's try this. I have got, I got those hooks on the back. Yep. And we tried like for half an hour and like ultimately he would just fall deeper into the ditch. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he knew a buddy down the road, way down the road for the next day, and he had a tractor. Right. And the tractor actually pulled him out. Yeah, and I felt so yeah, bad for yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> ah, poor Jeep. You tried. I know. You know, they, they're good in snow, but like pulling out a, a full size pickup truck is tough. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I didn't have like super rock tires or like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. off off road tires. Whatever. Yeah, that's it's all good. good. It's okay. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's still in my mind every day. I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Do you really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all good. So, Pete, we have done a lot of podcasts and. You know, we mm-hmm. we, we yeah, did we've done a couple we did, yeah, for sure. Oh my god. It's like we 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 even thought about starting our own podcast. Yeah, at some point we did. Yeah. Mm. The vegan kitchen. Yeah, that's, the, that's, yeah. What was it gonna be? Like the vegan and the northern chef or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were so northern. Yeah, so northern. <laughs> From the blue. <laughs> yeah. The northern chef. What is like northern cuisine for you? Northern cuisine? Mm. Well, I guess it'd be like depends on how north. Like, if you go really north, you end up eating a lot of seal and whale. I think, <laughs> but yeah, but um, like north where we are. Um. Well, Thunder Bay itself has some like particularities in terms of food that it it likes. Um, you know, like potions and stuff like that. Um, but there's not a lot like. As for like Canadian cuisine, it's either like weird indigenous stuff, um, which is somewhat semi-traditional, um, you know, like your fry breads and your bannocks and, bur- and like bear meat and stuff like that. Um, but I, I unfortunately like since sense of, well, you can get into a whole thing about like what happened to the indigenous culture, but I think they lost a lot of their traditional foods, you know blueberries wild rice all that stuff is i think is really important towards like what our regional cuisine would be i guess yeah but it has a lot to do with like it's a lot of imported stuff right it's a lot of trading yeah okay so blueberries uh, blueberries are good right well blueberries grow around here so they'd be part of it for sure yeah raspberries grow around here yeah. apples Rasp- i think blueberries are like native to here but that raspberries are but we have them 
You think somebody imported them? Uh, that's from North America. I'm re- I'm not sure actually. Mm. I find the raspberries grow anywhere. You just put them down for a little bit, and boom, godlike. Yeah, either they go crazy and they do really well, or not at all. Um, mm. And you just get these thorny bushes forever that produce like two berries. Hmm. That's what I found with raspberries. Okay, but then there's also a lot of mushrooms. You know? Yeah, we do have some mushrooms up here. Chanterelles grow up here. Lisa did this uh, drawings of mushrooms. Nice. And, you know, she has like three sticker series of that. I just have one down here. I'm just going to grab it. Give me a second here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go. Oh, got it. Um, so there's like the horse. What's that mushroom? Or the, the King Boulet cap. Okay, or the yeah, indigo yeah. milk cap. Or the horn, or the horn of plenty. The horn of plenty. Ha- right? Yeah, that's a, that's a good mushroom. It looks like it almost looks like a chanterelle. Okay. And the hexagonal port polypore. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your German word of the day? <laughs> <laughs> yes. How did you know? And then there's hen of the woods. You know that one. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit more. And then there's a hedgehog. Yeah, there's so many different kinds of mushrooms. It's like like insane amounts of wild mushrooms. I know. There's three more. I have to read them to you. Okay. The, the, the wood ear. Yeah, wood ear mushrooms, yeah. And then the large bolet. Okay. So weirdly, that's a French name, right? Is it? It's like L-A-R-C-H, a new word, B-O-L-E-T-E. Large bolet. I don't know. I'm, I am not... A gr- I'm not a fungi. I'm not a fungus guy. Uh, so mm. I don't really know. I know that there are like, oh, what is it? Like the woodier mushrooms. They have like, mm. they're used in some traditional medicines. I know that. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one on here is the lion's mane. Lion's mane is supposed to be quite good for you. Lots of brain stuff, but that's all from Joe Rogan. So you can take that as much as you want. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why did you stop listening to him? Uh, he went to Spotify, was the main thing. So I don't have a Spotify mm. account, and I don't know. It, it, I liked a lot of his pod, like a lot of his podcasts for a while. I liked some of his early stuff when he went into pretty woo woo and all his conspiracy theory stuff it was kind of fun. Um, yeah, some of his episodes with like certain guests were, were quite interesting to hear, like those perspectives. Um, you know, like Bernie Sanders and stuff like that. Really, like, kind of neat guests to listen to them. But it's sort of to get kind of repetitive after a while. Um, mm. You know, like all the times when he'd like get together and start talking with like Tom Papa and uh, you know, like his comedian buddies. I just, I, I kind of tuned out. I had real no interest. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it just started to sound pretty repetitive. They're quite long too. Um, podcast format, I find. It's nice when you have three hours to listen to it, but that's so rare, as, as we all know. Uh, life is apparent to like have an hour to listen, or have more than an hour to listen to a podcast. So, mm. yeah, okay, that's, those are interesting points. You know, there's a lot of people who say like anything about an hour is too long. Uh, I, it's. I like an hour because an hour is usually something that you can 
fit a podcast into like an hour workout, an hour commute, an hour walk, an hour drive, an hour cleaning your house, whatever, right? Um, yeah. Those- you, are, you are the kind of guy who works by the hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have to. Um, <laughs> at least now, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's not what I meant, but it's just like your mind works by the hour. Well, I don't know. And maybe it's it's maybe it's food service or something like that, but like experience. Yeah. But you just you end up saying like, okay, you have a you have a very good like. I try to con- keep very constant on my sense of timing and be like, okay, I have this amount of time. What can I accomplish in this amount of time that I want to do? Um, and I think that's one of the keys of like feeling like you're in control <laughs> of your life. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's is, a good point. Yes. You know, like, you're like, okay, if I do the dishes and uh, clean the kitchen and make dinner kind of thing, and you can, and you do, a, like, listen to a podcast and that kind of time, you kind of feel like you got something out of it other than just doing the dishes and making dinner, right? Yeah. Do you listen to audiobooks? I do. I do listen to some audiobooks. You listen to audiobooks? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. I got, like, I got myself some parenting audiobook oh yeah what did you, which book mm-hmm. is that um let me see let me pull this up because i'm so amazing that i already forgot uh, <laughs> <Good job>. <laughs> <laughs> but i have it and i started listening to it and then i started watching netflix mm. <laughs> netflix oh man you're so lucky you have time wow yeah well i'm while i'm on the bike trainer pete oh okay well that makes sense See, yeah, two things at, again, two things at once, cognizant of your I, time. That's how it goes. That, so it's, it's called, sorry. Well, I was going to say, like, sorry? we have the bike hooked up to the TV, so you have to pedal a certain rate, <laughs> otherwise Netflix turns off, because that'd be like a great <laughs> <laughs> I should try that. <clears throat> Work it out. I do not have that. So the book is called No Drama Discipline. No drama discipline. Okay. What and yeah, so how much have you read so far? I'm in track twelve. Well, I'm listening to it, right? Okay. That the, the whole brain way to calm the chaos and nurture your child's developing mind. Okay. Interesting. All right. And what do you think so far? Give me it's give me your 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 biggest takeaway so far. <sighs> Come on, um, Michael. I want your book review by midnight tonight. Let's go. Uh, well, it took 40 minutes to connect this. So, um, <laughs> That's why I'm giving you an hour. <laughs> you can write two. <laughs> on, on other notes, so I think the book is really good, but I haven't listened to it lately. So it's been a little while. Oh, okay. But I think I have to, I think there's certain points that we all know as parents that we fall into. Mm-hmm. And I think there are, there are other options that are better. And, you know, sometimes you as a parent are like imprinted from your childhood, how your parents handle situations. Sure. Yeah. You know, and you, that sometimes the pattern is not that easy to be broken. Right. So it's, it's trying to, you feel like the book is trying to teach you better parenting habits. I'm always amazed at people that work at daycares or schools. Oh, my God. I, I have a friend who's an ECE, an early childhood educator, and he's in, um, he's in Manitoba, and he's worked in a daycare for 
many, many years. And I have no idea how he does it. Like none. <laughs> it's like he How is that possible? I I literally have no idea. I would lose every last marble in the first 15 minutes. Mm. Do you think they have like they have a show and then as soon as the parents are gone, it's like kindergarten cop? i think it's probably a lot to do from talking with him over the years i think it has a lot to do with structure and that they structure these days so well that the kids kind of eventually fall in line kind of like how we all did with school and so as long as the structure exists um i think that that's probably the saving grace and and I think that it's, it's also probably structured in a way that's like, okay, we're going to do this for 20 minutes, then this for 20 minutes, then this for 20 minutes. So it's, it's probably quick and interesting enough that the kids don't get bored and then start acting out. Mm. I, I would guess I, I literally have no idea for all I know, maybe they just, you know, take a whole lot of money and, um, you know, put, uh, put the TV on and sit in the back. Yeah, and, nobody knows. It, you know, and behind back. the door. <laughs> you know, like I, I know they don't do that, but yeah. um, it always amazes me. Yeah, it's um, it's I guess it's anything, right? Like there, there's probably things that work, like um, probably things they're good at, and there's got to be some amount of passion towards doing it, right? Like you'd have to like kids to be around them twenty four, like you know, for eight hours yeah. a day. So, yeah, but who, who is perfect like that? It's probably different when you're getting paid is all I can guess. Right. Like, I see, you know, like you, you probably know, like, just like, just like somebody who works in a restaurant or in customer service for that matter, you know, you kind of put on a face, you, you, you act like that nice person, you turn it on. And then you mm. might come home and you can kind of turn it off and be like, oh, <laughs> you know, like you, you relax a little bit more. So maybe it's like that. Yeah. I, I would assume anyway. Okay. Um, I want to talk to you also about the present you gave our family, Pete. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about your woodwork, Mister Woodwork. <laughs> um, is that the proper term, or is this disrespectful? Oh no, no, no! It's no. My name's Pete. It's okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just a hobbyist. Like I'm not in any way kind of yeah. professional. I just I find it interesting. Bullshit. No, I, know, I'm not. Like I'm not a carpenter yeah. or anything like that. Uh, but you could be. I mean, like. Let's face it. The thing you gave us is like the nicest cutting board I've ever owned in my life. Yeah, but it's like there's a difference, though. Like there's a big difference of people who are like really, really good, and there's people who are just kind of like into it. Okay. To me, it's a hobby. Like it's it's a hobby. I don't know if I'd ever have the ability to do it, you know, like professionally because, like, you know, I kind of figured out how to make cutting boards, um, but you know, you eventually everyone has a cutting board and you kind of don't have a business anymore, right? Um, yeah, but cutting boards go away, they break apart, they they mold away, they get stained. Not if they're not if they're well taken care of, right? Like, you know, like that that cutting board I gave you should last uh, years and years and years, right? Mm. But it could be also a shakuguri, shakuguri or shakuguri board. I can't pronounce this. <laughs> 
<laughs> you sound like you could just seen a cougar for the first time. You're like, ah, it's a cougar. I've um, never seen one. I've never seen one. <laughs> like, I've seen tracks. Mm-hmm. Whoa, they have paws, man. Yeah, they, they splay them all out um, so they can get across the snow. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I know. Albus um, does it too. He can run the snow mountain up and ice a single. <laughs> <laughs> that might have something to do with weight, but who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, I just. Charcuterie, yeah, yeah, charcuterie board okay. sort of thing. Yeah, it is like both, right? In a yeah, way. Right now. Both, absolutely. Right now, your sugar maple board that you made us as a present mm-hmm. with the number seven on it. Mm-hmm is sitting on the dinner table okay. and you know you know we we started using it and it's like i have this burnt spot on my table that i stained myself <laughs> so i've given you a really big coaster to hide the burnt spot that's awesome <laughs> yeah this summer i i really i screwed up it's okay I, it's all right we're human yeah i I put the pan down and like I did not anticipate it. Mm-hmm. I bought this big table before I got married with Lisa. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like I bought it at Bearwood Furniture and I remember the day I brought it home. We just got the house. We didn't have the table yet, but we bought it. Mm-hmm. I went to Bearwood Furniture. I had this jatter and then put a trailer on it. And then there was like a two piece and I drove it home in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And it's like we bought that table because in the mind it was like this is going to be our family table forever. Mm-hmm. We we stained it, we sanded it, we put another stain clear coat on it. It's like mm-hmm. it's actually the um what's it called the rubber tree. Okay, okay, so it's like rubber wood. Yes, it is. Okay, okay cool. And it's like it's extendable, so and on the top, and it has like mm-hmm. a base down below with two doors. And Casper right now is just crawling through it all the time and mm-hmm. going in circles super fun mm-hmm. and i stained it with a nice burn <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that's okay um, yeah. and then you know a little bit ups- and then there was some uh somebody was upset about that and that's okay i screwed <laughs> up <laughs> well you can always refinish it like you could just tr- strip it right? yeah strip i sandpapered the i sandpapered the circle into it now <laughs> 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 and then we've left it so far okay okay because it's been an interesting year and this was like not a priority yeah 100 percent. no i get it and 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 now it's really nice because <laughs> <laughs> you have a cutting board right so you're not using your through... cutting board as a cutting board but it's a decorative uh upper <laughs> it's a hiding piece i get it it's decorative okay it's right beautiful on. yeah we have like a, a Christmas tree on there, like a waxed, <laughs> bee waxed Christmas tree on it. Two candy canes and like like some German chocolate. Nice, that's nice. good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but your board, you know, it has the handles on the side. And can mm-hmm. you walk us through a little bit how you made it? So I found a hardwood dealer in town, and he was selling all this really nice wood uh, that was quite. There was, you know, it's like he'd price it out per board foot. And then he asked me, he's like, well, what are you going to use this for? And I'm like, um, I'm thinking I've got some cutoffs I want to use to make like cutting boards. I just wanted to see what you had kind of thing because it was a pretty like weird, sketchy 
uh, Kijiji ad, and it was way over like Harvester Street by the like the the track. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I thought maybe I was going to get like inducted into a woodworking gang or something like that. I wasn't sure. Um, could be. Yeah, could be. He'll be the Maple Angel. Um, <laughs> and then, but then he said, "Well, I've got all these cutoffs of hard maple, which is or sugar maple." Um, and I'm like, "Oh, that's that's the best for cutting boards." And he was selling them for dirt cheap. Um, Why is that the best for cutting boards? It's got a really good hardness, um, and it's a closed grain instead of an open grain, so it doesn't absorb anything. Um, well, okay. it does absorb things, but it's just it's it's generally better. An open grain will like bring things in. Certain woods um, are not great to use for food, but maple is one that's good for food. Mm. This is that an olive olive tree? Is that also an open or a closed grain? I think olive might be a closed grain, but I'd have to look yeah. up. I've never worked with olive wood before. Okay, but, oh, great. Um, but I would, I'd like it. <sighs> It's also a hardwood, and it's a very hardwood. Like sugar maple's got a very high hardwood rating. Um, mm. So, it, did you know you can tap a sugar maple too? Yeah, you it can produces, tap it. Sure, yeah, it supposedly produces syrup as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what that's what sugar maples are for sure. Yeah, like but there's a certain tree that is it is that it's not a maple tree. It's a yep. sugar marble. Yeah, whatever. Yep. You, yep. you know what I mean. Yeah, You make it sound like it's so common, but it's like a hidden knowledge of Michael, oh, the host of, for you. the co-host of Us by the Giants. Yes. It's, it's, a, Canadian, it's, a, it's a Canadian thing. That's why. That's probably why you were so... You learned this in preschool, right? Uh, probably. It was probably, <laughs> you know... I'd, well, I didn't have preschool. That was, my preschool was Bush. Um mm. <laughs> Bush, here you go. This yeah. is free. <laughs> we get maple syrup out of it. Actually, I had a great uncle who had a maple, uh, uh, sugar maple grove, and my dad, used to, yeah, and he used to tap tap them and make a little bit of syrup with them. Um, I I never saw this in production or anything like that, but um, he was uh, he was quite old when I met him. Um, but yeah, he used to like he had like a horse drawn wagon and a. And a Oh, on a sleigh, did he go out there and tap them in the spring? Maybe it's mm. anyway. But yeah, he'd make like it's beautiful stuff like that. Okay, so you you got you you got a good deal on some sugar maple slabs. Yeah, they're little. They were small cutoffs, um, and they were two S. So at least two sides of them were planed, um, and then I planed them down to make them flat and smooth. And you need at least you need the angles to be in 90 degrees of each other. So it forms that nice corner. Um, and then I ripped them to length. Uh, I ripped them to width and ripped them to height to make sure they're all like the, the same height and width width. Um, and then How do I you do that um, with expensive tools. Cause if you're okay. a woodworker, you spend more money on tools than you will probably ever make uh, in mm. selling things unless you're very, very good. Um, but yeah, you joint to, you joint the two edges to get a 90 uh, between them. And then you put the table saw on the other ones, or you can use a thickness planer, but the thickness planer will give you a little bit more snipe, but that, that is what it is. Um, and then I would glue them all together. And I use a, um, a wood glue, but it's a very, 
it's an expensive wood glue, but it's also uh, waterproof and safe to like FDA approved for like on food surfaces kind yeah. of thing because you don't want to use like a weird toxic glue. And then every time you have mm. your like nice charcuterie board out or whatever, then you might actually be eating a little bit of glue. And then, yeah, nobody wants to eat glue. Um, no. How does that, how does that work? Did you just like sand it down afterwards or did you just put the perfect amount of glue on it and it wouldn't come out on the sides? Oh God, no, no, you over, you, you always put too much glue on it. Okay. Um, just to make sure that you get full glue coverage. Um, because if there's any gaps in there, you just run into problems later. So you like kind of, it's almost like painting the glue on. Like I use like a little, like, um, like a trowel almost to spread mine on, but you could use like a little squeegee. I've seen some people use like a little roller kind of thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, when you put it all, then you put that on and then you put it in a bunch of clamps and you clamp it overnight. Um, just and, like 24 hours or something. Yeah. It's best to just do it overnight. Like you can probably work it after a couple of hours, but everybody just like, okay, I've done all my, you know, I did all my milling today. I've got everything set up. I've, you know, got it planed. I've got it set where I wanted to go. I've glued it. It's clamped. All right. That's the end of my day. Now I know that the glue is going to work overnight. The longer that glue has a chance to set, the better. Because mm. you're, like when you have to rework it again, um, that, you know, you've got a really, really strong bond. Yeah. Kind of thing. Whereas if you only waited an hour or two, you probably have a bit of a weaker bond where it's not fully cured. Yeah, I can see that. So, and plus, you know, like time is free when you're not at, when you're not working on it. So like, you know, if I'm sleeping and it's gluing up, well, perfect. Right. <laughs> like that's yes. kind of the idea. Um, it's just like powering my TV with my bike. Right. It's yeah. The same thing. Sort of, sort of. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but then after you get a whole bunch of pieces uh, laminated together, um, you plane that down. So they're all the same thickness across because nothing's ever perfect, um, which is probably the big lesson to beginning like beginner woodworkers is is you're always trying to be perfect because you end up watching a lot of youtube with these guys that are really 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 good with really expensive tools and everything's tuned up um and they make it look so easy they make it look so freaking easy and i you know you struggle with trying to get that perfection and then i went back to sort of my chef training and was like it's not that easy it's never that perfect Yeah. You know, like it's it's just you can watch these guys do it, but it's you know, through the magic of television. <laughs> like it's different. So you you know, you plane it back down and then you cross cut it all and then you glue all those cross cut laminated pieces and then you sand it, sand it, sand it, sand it, and then you get it to where you want, you shape it or route the edges, you put and your you sand it and you sand it and you sand yeah. it a little bit more and not <laughs> yeah. sand it. Yeah, I, I got to sand it again. Yeah, <laughs> and then Every, sand it, and then going to sand it. Cutting boards are, are, are that what that is is an end grain cutting board, and it doesn't need to be really, really, really sanded down. Like you don't have to go to a super high grit, um, mm. because it's just going to get chewed up with a knife anyway. So there's no how much. Point. How much volume did you like shave off of the sanding? Because you said you sanded it a lot. Um. Was it like the twice the size before? I'm trying to think because I have to, like, after I do the second glue up, I put it through my, I use my router sled to flatten it. And I probably take about, because I think that one started in maybe 
I don't know which I can't remember what thickness was because I did some that were thicker and some that were thinner. But probably yeah. when it's all said done, about a quarter of an inch of material through flattening and sanding is gone. Like it's just wow. Yeah, it's a fair amount. That's a, that's a lot. It's a, it's a lot for end grain because end grain sucks to sand. It sucks. It sucks. It's really hard. Did you get Christmas socks this year? I did get Christmas socks this year. I'm wearing a pair. It's really nice. I didn't have to do laundry. What's, what's, it, what, what's on it? What's on it? What do they say? They say uh, Timberland. Did you get Christmas socks? <laughs> it's good. It's a brand. They make boots, I think. What did you get? Did you get Christmas socks? I did get Christmas socks this year. What do they say? Does sock? But I, uh, does outdoor? Nah. <laughs> does socking? <laughs> it's the footer hosen, right? <laughs> Yeah, there's leather hosen soccer. No, they don't. They, I got them ugly Christmas sweater socks. <laughs> nice. But they don't, they have no grip. So I, it's dangerous on the hardwood floor. <laughs> you need grippies? So, like you grippies, like you give like your kids for their socks? Oh, yes, because like I, you know, no, I don't. But my other socks, they, they have better grip. There's they have better no, grip. Like, yeah, so I actually fell in the kitchen. Like, oh my! Leaned against me, and then the, I had like I just my legs gave out. My my socks gave out. Is that oh That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably like all the grease on the floor. <laughs> I hope not, because you're generally pretty fastidious. But it's all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I took them off, and then I put on my regular socks. And okay. I'm fine. <laughs> God, that's crazy. I can't imagine Lisa like pushing you over even accidentally. <laughs> like, she, she did. It happened. She fell down too, and I squished her toe. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> this is the stuff we talk about on the Boxing Day episode. This is what we talk about on the Boxing Day episode. And then later, yeah. in nine months from now, we're going to talk about the Daddy Podcast, right? That's how it's going to work. Daddy Podcast? Yeah, yeah we, should, we should revive that sometime. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we will. But I'm I'm fully booked, my friend. Yeah, well, good, fully good. Booked. That's awesome. I'm really happy with how well the Michaelated show is going for you. That's great. I appreciate. It. Yeah, I appreciate. It. Um, I was, I found it. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was I really wanted to keep up with it, but you were just you were you're producing material faster than I have free time to listen to things. <laughs> yeah, I a good friend of mine said just like keep producing you know mm -hmm. and not not everybody listens to every single person but sometimes people just pick mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and that's great and that's okay i like that mm -hmm. and i found a i have found a officials like a city issued document today a city issued document okay yeah like from sunderbay.ca and um i posted it on facebook actually and uh, it says, like, uh, let's go on my page here. Let's uh, quote this correctly. It says, uh, uh, City Councilor Cody Fraser explains best on the local podcast, The Michaelated Show, in terms of investing in our future when speaking on the new multi-million dollar soccer facility. Oh, my God. And there it is. You're, you're <laughs> in the big leagues now. <laughs> it's just like, and then it's the quote of what he said on the podcast. Oh, that's awesome. So they, whoever wrote that document listened to the podcast and then quoted what Cody said on the podcast and like made an example out of it. So you you do you, does that make it real now? Like do you feel like news media kind of thing? 
Uh, I definitely feel like there. I feel good that I can express positive things and you know highlight people that are inspiring and uh, have another outlet for people. Okay, right on. Yeah, I, I like that. Right on. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I'm getting used to the Zoom thing. Whatever. Oh, the the on. Yeah, because you've switched to all remote. Right on. Mm. Yeah, which is fine. And I actually now know I love Us by the Giant, but yesterday it was like I had like I had one day off mm-hmm. where I like I watched Karate Kid from nineteen eighty four. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then I helped Lisa a little bit with her magnet set because that's what I do. And then uh I decided to make the studio down here just like my studio. Mm-hmm. So, like, I took all, I took down all the artwork from Us by the Giant, mm-hmm. and it's just like because it felt like yes, we're recording Us by the Giant here, but it's like we haven't used it since a year and a half, or right. that's how it feels like. Yeah, yeah, for and, sure. Yeah, and it's just like I produce so many different things, and it just felt like this becomes more like my place now. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so that's good. Cool. You know, when you take a day off and watch Karate Kid, wonders happen. Yeah, true, very true. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should do that. Yeah, you should. It's, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think I've seen it since 1984. I've never seen the original. I think no. Wax on, wax off, my friend. Yeah, uh, send this way, send that way. Do you do that too? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay. Well, Pete, why is there number seven on my board? Um, I actually have a tattoo like that on my shoulder, and it's kind of been like, I guess, a moniker of mine for a great many years. So yeah. I just decided I'd... Um, use it i don't know like yeah when i used to do like artsy things like more artsy things that's how i'd sign things so yeah i figured what that was you, fair. how old were you when you got that tattoo oh god i have no idea um, when did when did you get your first tattoo i got my first tattoo when i was either 18 or 19 and i got it in port dover ontario on my left shoulder and Port Dover, Ontario is where there's the big biker festival every year. Yeah. So I decided that that was a pretty good place to get a tattoo. Cool. So that's what my first one was. But that, I don't know which one this was. It was probably like my fourth or fifth or something like that. But I think I'd wanted it for a very, very long time. Did you get your tattoo yet? I My first tattoo I got last Monday. And how do you feel about it? Where are the pictures of this? Come on. It's healing. It's heal. That's fine. It still looks. Good. It's, it's it's the first couple of weeks. It always looks good. Uh well, you know, I had like some scaling there. That's fine. That's okay. That's part of it. Yeah, I I can send you a picture later if you want. You gotta put that up on the Michaelated show. Mm. There was a picture I shared as a story. Didn't you see? No, I don't. I don't generally look at stories. What? No, I'm sorry. I don't look at stories for like, I, yeah. I every every time I open like Facebook or 
or um, like Instagram or anything. It's like every single person now is is posting a story, and I'm just like, I can't keep up. I cannot keep up. Okay. So I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just probably not going to get to be any of them. That's fine. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. So no, mine, mine is my first tattoo was a hat tattoo. It's awesome. Awesome. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Go big it's or good. go home. So, uh, sorry, what? Go big or go home. So what did you do? What did you get? <laughs> How would you describe this tattoo for our audio people? Yeah. For the audio people, it's on my right or buff around around my right ear okay and lisa lisa right my wife she she runs the western and creative she designed it cool yeah she she made it after you know i did a lot of like it felt just the best way to do this and what is that like what is it of it's a like a a raven a raven okay Yeah. yeah what is the significance of a raven to you uh, it's more about like the um, ooh, this is this is a deep question, Pete. I don't know. That's okay. That's okay. You go as deep as you want. You could just say <laughs> yeah, I like me, birds, and we're good too. <laughs> you know, my parents always said, "Don't get a tattoo." Okay. Yep. And and I respect that, and that's okay. But for me, it was like a very big thing and a big decision and you know i had my doubts but again just like upgrading the microphones on the podcast eventually he's just gonna laugh about this there comes a time in my life <laughs> where you either way you do something or you don't and if you don't do it you might never do it again all right yep yeah, so for me, you know, it's it's like a little bit Viking inspired. Um, it's 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 like a bird. It's a little bit like it's good. So yeah, so Viking inspired. Mm. Okay, so what was it? Is it is it Hugin or is it Munin? It's more like Odin, right? Well, Odin had two ravens, Hugin and Munin. Oh, see, I don't even know that. Oh, okay. Well, uh, who would sit on the right side? Is it like left side and right side? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I don't actually know that answer. I just remember he had two ravens. Now you just need to get another one on the other side of your head, and then you can have you get muted. I don't know. Head tattoos hurt a little bit. Ah, you like it? <laughs> yeah. Once he started going down on the neck behind the ear, I was like, "Oh, this is a sweet spot, mm-hmm, right?" Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> and then I said, "Okay, push it, push it." Uh, yeah. Well, and we took a little breather, and then we finished it off. Oh yeah, you took a break. I. See, weird thing is, like for all of my tattoos, I've never taken a break. I've never been like, "Oh, no, I gotta stop." Yeah. Have you ever laid on your back awkwardly looking all the way to the left while a dude was holding down your head and just stitching away? No, and I've never been to prison either. Yeah, so I was like very uncomfortable. Okay, okay, fair enough. It, I, you know, and then it was just like, I didn't even have a pillow. I thought about this afterwards mm. because then I started watching like tattoo things on YouTube. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, wow, they all have pillows. Where was my pillow? <laughs> yeah i oh i can't remember what which tattoo it was but i kind of felt like that too um 
where they like a lot of people like watch movies or TV or something like that while they're like getting their tattoo. And I remember one of the guys was like, Hey, do you want to watch something while I do this? I'm like, no, it's fine. And then about 15, 20 minutes into it, I'm like, why didn't I just say yes? Like even if it was just on the background. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I watched something. I could have listened to a podcast. That would have been great. Mm, yeah. You could have watched uh, like Joe Rogan on Spotify. Yeah. I could have watched Joe Rogan on Spotify. If that was, yeah, that's that's a that's a thing, right? That is a thing. That is a very <laughs> lucrative thing for him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've like he stopped putting it on Apple Podcast, and I have not gone back yet. Yeah, I for some reason for all for all the time I've spent listening to it, I cannot convince myself to get a Spotify subscription to just listen to Joe Rogan. Like I'm just like I'm okay. Oh, you don't need a subscription; it's for free. Oh no. I just I don't no, no, no. I don't even want to download the app. I'm just like ah. Yeah. Okay. So you're putting your number seven on those boards you made. Yeah. You know. Yep. And I've I've told you before, not like on the podcast, mm-hmm. but I mean, like I've said to you that you are very talented with your <laughs> hands. <laughs> you make me sound like I'm a massage artist, Michael. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Hell, you have never been to prison. You were not in my spell. Anyway. (laughs) But you are good with your hands. And I mean, like, I've said this before to you, but now on the podcast, I have to tell you, what would happen if somebody would say, like, because I'm thinking about posting it, right, and sharing it, Mm -hmm. because I'm really thankful for it. And I appreciate the labor you did. Yeah, 100%. If somebody else would say, hey, I want something like this from you, is that possible? Um, yeah, I think so. I think in in sort of like short term, um, I've got a couple of blanks because I made a bunch of a lot of people got cutting boards. Um, not to make yours anybody less, but anything less special. But since this year was kind of interesting and decided to give people the gift of time and, and craft um, for Christmas I like instead that. of just buying something, um, so yeah. I made some cutting boards. Like I made one for my mom, and I made one for my brother. Um, I made one for my brother-in-law and for you and so on, right? Um, it's beautiful. And I've got a couple, like I just kept making them and they're not finished, right? Like they're kind of like ready to be finished. Um, mm. And I think I might do the rest of them and I might sell them. Um, my yeah. My boss at work said that, yeah, you could just put them up here and we can just take you know, like we'll just sell them kind of thing. No problem kind of thing. So I don't know when I get those up, I'll shoot you a message and say, Hey, there's X number of boards here. Uh, go ahead and buy them. So, yeah. I, you know what? I'm not by the giant. I will take a couple pictures and post it as a story because you won't see it. Yeah, I won't feel good about it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. You should do some stories, Pete. Stories again. Uh, I know, I know. There's so many things I should be doing, but like right now, I should probably be like working on those cutting boards so I can sell them. But <laughs> yeah, you know, we, instead we were like chatting for 40 minutes. Yeah, that's okay though. on Discord. Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, yeah. I like Discord. Discord's great for chatting. Hmm. So, okay. should we do any actual us by the giant stuff before we we wrap this up? Yeah, did Logan give you anything? Did, while you when after you punched him out, did you search his body? Um, yeah, in his pockets, I found a weird old word, and I found <laughs> some sort of sciency type news. Did you find anything? Um, I just like I did. Yeah, you should start first, though. Okay. Uh, do you want to go with words or science? 
Uh, let's go. Let's do the sayings, Pete. Let's do the sayings? Okay. I didn't get an idiom this time, but I did find a weird old word. And this comes from, okay. <clears throat> excuse me, a, um, uh, this is an old word from English speakers from like the late 1500. And the word is interloper. Interloper? Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you want me to guess what it means? Absolutely. I want you to guess what it means. This is like a common woodworking uh, expression when you have to sand a lot. <laughs> uh, that's a very good guess. Thank you. It's not at all correct, but that's okay. Oh. <laughs> so an interloper <laughs> is one that intrudes in a place or sphere of activity. So um, somebody who's an interloper would be, you know, like in a way, a trespasser or, um, yeah, a, a, like somebody who's who's in a place that they should not be for, a, you know, a multitude of reasons. Um, ah. Apparently the root of the word was landloper, which is an archaic word no longer used, uh, which is basically a person who runs about the land. But I guess hmm. the inter part would be to... Yeah. It's almost like sounds like Land Rover. Could yep, it could be. You know, I think they stole it and made it into a vehicle. Maybe anyway. they did. Maybe they did, and they got a lot of money for it. So, what's your word, Michael, or idiom? BMW. BMW. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's pick one here. Do uh, this one is good. Du hast einen Sprung in der Schüssel. Which means you, uh, word by word. Hold on, hold on. You have. I got the you have. Yeah, du hast einen Sprung in der Schüssel. You have a spring in your shoes? Okay, that's pretty good. So, what it means word by word is you have a crack in your dish. Okay, all right. What, what would you think if I would say that to you? What would that mean? You are so. It's either it's either something about your sausages are going to leak on the table, or you have like a screw loose. So like uh, you're not quite right. Oh, you bing 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 bing. Ah, uh, there we go. Wow, holy! You should like join up with us by the giant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to punch Logan anymore. Yeah, Logan never gets my sense. Oh, bro, he just laughs about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in good spirit. Yes, Logan of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So that means you are crazy. You got it right. Mm, interesting. Yeah, there's an English expression mm. that's like, um, you know, you you've got a screw loose, which mm. is essentially kind of the same thing. Or you know, you're you're a few sandwiches short of a picnic or, or whatever. <laughs> so okay. Wow, that's good. Cool. Okay. Uh, on 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 like weird technology news, I have one article here that's jumped out of my right. in, into my eyeballs. Jump it out and read it. Uh, it says Apple targets car production by 2024 Ooh. and ice next level battery technology. Sources say just hired Elon Musk. No, that's I made that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he try to? Sell, wasn't this something recently that came out that he wanted to sell? Tesla to Apple, and he tried to approach them for like sixty billion, and they wouldn't even take the call. Uh, could be. I, I don't that know somewhere. about that. Mm. And then on space news this week, I 
don't have anything. No, I don't have anything on Space News either. Because no. I figured you probably covered some of the cool stuff. That seems to be Logan's best. Um, <laughs> that's, Logan's very good at that. Yeah, Logan shines at Space News very much. Yep. So what I've looked at that I found very kind of interesting, because um, I think, you know, with, with this being probably the last podcast for us by the Giant for the year, um, it is. I was thinking a lot about this year and that sort of like New Year's retrospect we all have. And the big thing I thought about, obviously, was the COVID-19, you know, like our entire world has changed because of a virus. Um yeah. For, you know, we, we, I think at first we thought, well, we'll be back after spring break or, um, you know, like, oh, by the fall, this will all be figured out or something like that. Here we are in our, our second lockdown. So uh, not to get too negative about things. So I thought it was really interesting to look at that now we're getting very close to um, having widespread vaccinations to most people. Um, and I was interested to see, like, well, I, I kind of wondered how many, like, scientists and labs and stuff worked on the vaccines because I think it was a monumental effort to really push this through so quickly. Um, and it looks like there are seven authorized approved vaccines wow. already, and there are 55 of them in development. Wow. Which is really interesting. Um, Canada specifically looks like it's going to get the um, Moderna and the Pfizer ones, uh, which are mRNA uh, vaccines, which are a little bit different than your classic vaccine, which is just like a weakened strain of a virus to like it to give your body the chance to learn how kind of a broken ver- vi- uh, a broken version of the disease works, so it can learn how to fight it. Um, but these mRNA response um, or uh, vaccines are, I don't know what that stands for, unfortunately, but it's, they teach your cells how to make a protein or a piece of your pro- of a protein to trigger an immune response. And the immune response mm-hmm. produces antibodies to protect us from getting effective when the real virus enters our body. So it's not a weakened version of the virus. It's sort of like a, like it's almost like you give your body a training manual without actually introducing yeah. the body, like the um, the virus itself to the body, and so it just never, um, yeah, the body never has the virus because it never, um, it always knows how to get rid of it. I guess, which I thought was really interesting to learn about. Like, the- well, I think when you have a virus, right? Mm-hmm any kind of virus there's an incubation period yes and if your body doesn't know how to fight it mm-hmm. then there comes a moment where it accelerates so quickly that it breaks out yes yes 100 so i think maybe i don't know but maybe that's like what happens with the, the with the vaccine you have the antibodies you can like you get infected maybe, right? Still mm-hmm. hypothetically, yep. I guess, maybe. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And then, but the antibodies are already there. So the body has like the upper hand. It's it's like Arnold is inside your body, and, <laughs> you know? I, I think so. I think, um, I think it more, let, let's make this crazy here. Let's talk about this as if it's the Witcher. Um, so this is sort of like the Witcher has the cheat guide for this virus. 
Mm, the game guy? The game guy. This is, oh, f- to fight this uh, whatever swamp monster, you need a uh, flaming sword kind of thing. It's like, oh, cool. So I got the flaming sword, ready, I'm good to go. Then when the swamp monster shows up, he's just like, Hugh! and that's the end of that. As opposed yeah, yeah. to the a, a more traditional uh, vaccination, which would be here's a swamp monster, but it's sleeping and it's not feeling very well. And, uh, you know, we poked it a whole bunch of times, so it's not really feeling good at all. It's, it's kind of at death's door sort of thing. And the witcher yeah. just comes along and be like, well, what happens if I do this? How about this? How about this? Like, ooh, I'll try fire. And then fire works a little bit more. That's mm. my nerdy explanation for this, despite never playing a witcher game. Thank you, Nev. Hashtag, hashtags, you awesome. Hashtag Netflix. That's how it works. Hashtags cutting boards for everybody. <laughs> ah, awesome. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> hashtag shameless promotion. <laughs> hashtag hash browns. Yeah, awesome. yeah, hashtag hash browns. Yep. And job. <laughs> Potato face. Yep. Hashtag. Potato uh, Viking. There we go. Yeah. Hey, okay, cool. Cool. That's. So what was your spin on that? You you just wanted to explain a little bit with the vaccine, what's going on? I think it was really interesting to see how many vaccines are like in production um, or at least in development and how many have already been approved um, and that it's a different type of vaccine. And I, that was something I didn't know. I didn't know it was a, uh, I guess, a messenger RNA vaccine, which is kind of neat that I, mm-hmm. I, I learned that today I learned there are different types of vaccines. Yeah. Okay. And it needs to be stored in a very, very cold freezer. Yeah, they have a limited shelf life. They're like ice cream. Yeah. And, and Thunder Bay got selected too to be half that ready to dispose. Yeah, we did get some doses. I don't know how many, though. Yeah, it's probably confidential. Yeah. I, I kind of want to know what the... This is something I've been thinking about a lot, like how it's going to work to make sure that people have these vaccinations. Yeah. Like how well, you know, out. well, I've read different, different articles on CBC or wherever, mm-hmm. you know, that eventually you have to have like a pass if you want to go to a restaurant or you have to have a pass if you want to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you like your vaccine, you vaccinated and then you are allowed to go to certain places. Right. That's it's interesting because like um, now that's requiring the businesses to uphold the mandates of the government, right? Well, yeah. Who else is going to enforce it? Well, that's what I mean, right? Like, how other way would you do it? Like, I could see, like, do you want to get the Corona Police? Yeah, Federal Corona Police. (laughs) Yeah, like, what do I? I don't know. I was talking about this with some people, just trying to figure out how to do it, and it's interesting to make it again on. But we've seen that a lot through lockdowns and everything else. That you're asking businesses essentially to hold up these orders. And yeah. they're really, you're expecting these businesses to be honorable about it. Mm. And that's, it's very, it puts businesses in a hard spot, right? Yeah, but it's the same for households too. Like you are now, households are not allowed to be visited by an outside member of the household inside. Yes. Unless there's so, circumstances that um, would predicate that that's an okay thing like if you had yeah you know it's like you're a doctor and you have a nanny to watch your kids while you go out be a doctor sure that's a different kind of case but i mean like if if bob wants to see rob 
Well, Bob can't go. Yeah, you, you're not supposed to invite your neighbor over for tea, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, which, what's, but who, like, it's the same thing. Nobody's enforcing it. It's just on good faith. Mm-hmm. But they have a hotline where you can call in your neighbor and say, well, you know, this guy, there's 15 cars right now. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's like, oof, I don't know. Well, there's a, yeah, there's a weird social Im- implication of that, right? Like, now I got to call my neighbor yeah. and be like, "Hey, uh, I got to let Tony. I got to snitch on Tony, and then Tony won't like me very much." <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting, interesting time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. But okay. all right. Well, Those are our two cents on Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. This is our two Boxing Day episode. Then. Which is like a day behind, which is fine. It's Boxing Day plus one. We're good. Yeah, we're good. And um, yeah. It's double Boxing Day. Double punch. <laughs> you, how... Poor Logan. It's like no defense. Because Poor Logan. Yeah, he's, he's got yeah. two black eyes now. He's, he's out. <laughs> he's out cold. No, actually, Logan, I think he's spending some time with his family, so good for him. Yes, he decided to take that time. I, I will take and advantage then, of your time, uh, Logan. That's what I will do. Huh. Yeah, and this is like just like a tri- Christmas tradition, a Boxing Day, yeah, a Boxing tradition. Day tradition. <laughs> okay. Uh, as for the Giant, we'll be back on the seventh. Uh, yeah, that's uh, happening, and then we we are already fully booked till like mid February, ladies and gentlemen. So. There's lots of things happening. We are continuing with one episode a week. And yeah, if you want to pee to punch out Logan more often, just hit me up and let me know. <laughs> but not otherwise, until February because they're really busy. So, <laughs> yes. Otherwise, in that, we will, uh, we will all wish you uh, a good time. You know, do what you have to do. Stay safe. Stay safe. Have a happy and- new year. Yeah, if you need help, reach out, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about it. It's okay to talk about it. Yep. Have friends. Find your hobbies. Yeah. Okay. It's always like they have the, even the, um, I think they posted on that on the Thunder Bay Health Unit page. There's like it's 24-7 uh, a phone line that you can call. Mm-hmm. Because good. you never know, right? Yeah. If you need to reach out, you can always find it. No, it's really important to know that you have you have fail safes um, in terms of mental health and everything because this is definitely a very challenging time, especially for those who weren't able to visit family at all or communicate with them. Uh, it's it's important yeah. to take care of your take care of your brain, right? That's what's really driving everything else in your body. So that's great. So that's it, ladies. And gentlemen, episode 93, Asked by the Giant Boxing Day, episode with Pete and myself. <laughs> and it was a good one. All right. Take care. Pete, thank you so much. You, you enjoyed the rest of the day. Thank you. Like 13 you for 